Hey, New Vision family, this is Dakota Logan, and I serve as our college pastor. And today I'm going to be picking up in our first Thessalonians podcast, starting in chapter three. Now, chapter three kind of starts in the middle of a paragraph. Paul's in the middle of a thought where he's he's saying, hey, we've been wanting to get back to see you guys. We've been wanting to visit to encourage you in your faith, but we haven't been able to get there. It literally says that Satan has, has been hindering us. And so Paul continues his thought here, starting in chapter three. I'll be reading from the ESV. It says, Therefore, when we could bear it no longer, we were willing to be left behind at Athens alone. And we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to establish and exhort you in your faith that no one be moved by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we're destined for this. For when we were with you, we kept telling you beforehand that we were going to suffer affliction just as it came to pass, and just as you know. For this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and that our labor would be in vain. So again, Paul's saying, hey, I couldn't get there, but we sent Timothy because we, we couldn't wait to to, to see if you guys were continuing in the faith. We were worried about you because we know that y'all been going through some serious trials and that it's, it's hard. We want to make sure that y'all keep going. And so this passage reminds me really how we started this series a couple of Sundays ago when Pastor Brady was talking about enduring faith. And that's what Paul is hoping to find out about them when he's writing this letter to go to them and when he sent Timothy. And so... I kind of want to ask the question, how do we have enduring faith in the midst of a challenging season? In the mid, you're in the midst of a trial. You're in the midst of a valley. How do we have enduring faith? How do we continue to keep going? And so a few things stuck out to me in these five verses. Um, but again, this, this really re- takes me right back to the beginning of, of our series. And Pastor Brady, one of his points in his first, um, the first message in this series was that enduring faith takes never being surprised by opposition. So we, we shouldn't be surprised when, when we have trials. We shouldn't be surprised when we find ourselves walking through a difficult time, or experiencing hardships or experiencing persecution. Because Paul says in verse 3, he said, I told you this was coming. Like you guys know. I was telling you that it was going to happen, and then it happened. And Jesus said, Jesus told his disciples, hey, you're going to have trouble in this world, but I've overcome. James says in chapter 1, to rejoice when we experience trials because God's doing something. When we're walking through a trial, it isn't for nothing. And that's what I want to remind you of today. If you're in a valley, if you're going through a trial, it isn't for nothing. But we also need to realize that trials leave us vulnerable to spiritual attacks. Because Paul says in, in verse 5, he said, hey, I couldn't wait any longer. I had to send Timothy to make sure that you guys hadn't walked away from the faith. Because Paul's saying, hey, I know that when you're, when you're in the midst of a trial, man, the devil wants to just, he wants to throw temptations at you. The spiritual attacks become so real. Because the devil knows that when we're in the midst of a trial, we're more likely to turn to something else other than God. And I want to, there, there are three things that I think when Christians, as we're walking through trials, there are three things that I think the devil uses spiritual attacks for us to turn to instead of turning to God. And it's these three things. He wants us to medicate or isolate, or he wants us to just accelerate through it. And I'll tell you what I mean by those. So medicate, meaning 
I just, I'm turning to something to make, to get my mind off of this. I'm turning to something else other than God to make me feel better, to distract me, to make me forget about this for a while. It could be substances. It could be food, alcohol. It could be um, porn. It could be news media, our phones, just anything to just like distract us for a while to not feel whatever it is that we're going through. The devil's going to throw spiritual attacks at us to to want to medicate. The second thing is isolate. He wants us to to withdraw. He wants us to not turn to God, to not turn to other Christians, to just want to isolate and to pull back. And then third, and I've been finding this to be true for me in the last year, sometimes the devil wants us to just want to accelerate through it. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when we're in a trial, sometimes our prayers can just be like, God, I just want to get through this. Will you just change my circumstances? Will you just, can we just get over this, get past this so we can get back to normal and get back to how things were and get back to what I'm wanting to do? And when we are just, when we just want to accelerate through the trial, we can really miss what God is up to and what God is doing. And so instead of our prayer just being, God, change my circumstance, we can still cry out to God. But instead of just wanting to get through it, changing our perspective and, and, and praying, God, what are, you, what are you trying to do through this? What are you doing in me? What are you, what are you trying to grow in me? What are you maybe trying to, to change in me? What are you wanting to show me about yourself? And so, but we had to realize that we're vulnerable to spiritual attacks. And then the third thing that I'll ask is, so how do we, how do we stand? All right, so we need to realize that, hey, we shouldn't be surprised when we meet trials. Two, we need to realize that we're vulnerable to attacks. But three, how do, we, how do we stand? How do we continue to have that enduring faith? And Paul says that he answers it in verse two. He says, I was sending Timothy to establish and exhort you. The NIV says, we wanted you to be strengthened and encouraged. So when we're going through a trial, we need to have things in our lives that are strengthening our faith and encouraging us in the faith to keep believing, to keep pressing on, to keep, to keep showing up. And this letter, when it, was, when it was delivered, it would have been read in the gathering. It would have been read like in a church service. And so sometimes the best thing that you can do in the midst of a trial is just keep showing up for your faith. Private worship, keep, continue to seek the Lord, continue to try to seek Him in the Word and to pray. Corporate worship, even when, even when there's times where we don't want to, we might not be feeling it. We might feel far from God. We might feel numb spiritually. Keep showing up and expect for God to move. And remember, it's okay to cry out to God when we're walking through a trial. And so sometimes we need to do that. We just need to say, God, this is hard. This is like, I, I feel like, like, I know your word says you never leave or forsake me, but where are you at in this? Like God can handle those types of prayers. So cry out to God, call out to others to help you so that they can encourage you. And remember that God, God cares. He doesn't allow us to go through trials because he's indifferent or because he doesn't care. No, God cares. He sees you in the trial. He's there. He's still leading you. Psalm 23 reminds me that he's with you even when you're in the valley. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't fear because you're with me. And so maybe just be reminded that in the midst of your trial, 
in the midst of the hardship, whatever it is, maybe it's something with your health or your family or your work or mental health, whatever it may be, that God's with you. He hasn't left you and he loves you. And know that we love you and we're praying for you today. And I hope that this podcast is helpful. God bless.